Hello, I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. And we're, and we're the, the Fashion, fashion geeks. geeks. Trying to make New York. And the world. Well, New York is the world. A little flyer, one outfit. And podcast. At a time. Welcome to the ride. These are the New York Fashion Geeks. I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. Welcome back. Or oh. greetings if you've never been here before. Absolutely. If you're a new listener, welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We about to fashion you up. Oh, that, uh, that, that sounds like a promise, or is it a threat? I always make promises I can keep. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't make promises. No, that's not true. I promise you will be fly. Absolutely, especially after this episode. I'm so, 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 so excited to oh. get into it. But before we do, yes. before we do, because yes. I like also creating suspense. Sure. Let's, uh, let's catch up. Well, why don't, why don't we tell these people who we are before we catch up? Oh, I'm that's Reg right. Ferguson. I'm the creator of New York Fashion Geek. That is a fashion consultancy in which we help men become the flyers they can be. We upgrade your look, change your look. We start everywhere from closet inventory all the way down to personal shopping and everything in between. Consider me a personal trainer for fashion. Always working it out. Absolutely. Let's do some reps. One suit, two suit, three suit, four. Push-ups in a three-piece suit. (laughs) Do it now. People think I go to the gym with a suit on. People think I go to bed with a suit on. And you don't? A suit on. You don't? I don't kiss and tell. I bet you have one of those pajama suit sets that's like top and bottom. <laughs> and you probably have the matching robe and the matching <laughs> slippers or coordinating, I should say. Coordinate marks. And it's, it's absolutely made of silk. <laughs> top to bottom. Or linen. Silk or linen. That's mm, what I think. Mm. You got me thinking about uh, another I must have it item for another day. Okay, it keep, it, keep it, keep it. Yeah, no, keep no, no. It. I, 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 I. We, we got to keep these little gemstones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Tiffany Minitel Schreiber. I used to design costumes uh, back in the day, many, many years of that. Loved it. Uh, loved the, my, my most favorite part was actually building the costumes. And um, that's my take on fashion because all the costumes that I, I would build were, were most of the time historical. So they were based on the fashions back in the day. So I bring that to to the uh, Fashion Geeks podcast, which, you know, I suggested that we start to help to help out with the Fashion Geek brand. Um, this is sort of augments the Instagram account, the website, uh, getting you out there to people, getting you, uh, you know, people to style and consult and help them be their flyest self ever. So I appreciate that. that that's, uh, that's, what, that's what we're doing here yeah, with absolutely. this podcast. Absolutely. And just talking about fashion and making it um, accessible to the everyday man. You know, these things that, like, what is that? Or what do you do with that? Or how do I wear this? Or what? We're here to answer those questions. So if you ever have a question listening to our podcast, if something comes up, email us. Yep. You can email us at podcast at nyfashiongeek.com. You could also just hit me up on the DM on Insta. And my Insta is New York Fashion Geek. Consultation is always free. We're not going to steal you wrong. Not at all. By the way, you dress all the time. No, not at all. I don't think I've ever seen you have a not fly moment. You would be correct. (laughs) Don't be shy. No, 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 no. No, I know how that came (laughs) off. But no, it's it's just an issue of fact because I always say this is not... This is not unique or special to me. This came down through biology. My mom was fly. My grandparents were fly. 
So it is impossible to come out the house or be in the house and not be fly. Because it's important to you. You make it important. You, your self-style is uh, number one. You take the time to do it. And you really, you make an impression. Thank you. But to be candid, Tiff, I don't take a lot of time. Oh, it just kind of happens? Yeah, and big nice. shout out to my to my boy who I saw this morning, and one day I'm going to get him on the show. I got to talk to Tiffany about it. Uh, my boy, one of the founders of Brooklyn Denim Co., uh, Kenny Abiog. Nice, he yeah. would be a great guest. Yes, yes, I agree. We talked about it this morning. We bumped into each other. Literally, <laughs> he came around the corner. I was coming in. We like we didn't hurt each other, but it was like, whoa! That's a fashion geek moment. Moment. That's moment, one of those moment. universes. Universal. The universe is bringing people together for a reason i may actually maybe with your assistance i may go check him out after because now i feel guilty because i haven't been to williamsburg in a long time i told him that we want him to be a guest got to talk to our producer search just see how all that works out not really trying to do a spoiler alert but we're going to add a wrinkle to the show I think, nice uh, i think stepping soon. up our game yeah you have to i like it yo this is, <laughs> this is the fashion world. You got to look. You got to look over your shoulder. That's son. true, and it, it's going. It, it, the fashion world is just so fast and so fly it's in moving a different quickly. sense of the word. Why don't we talk about right now? Why don't we talk about Michael Kors and what he's doing? Oh my God! So I read about this, and I I can understand both sides of it. To be honest, um, first Jimmy Choo, he picked up Jimmy Choo. Like what? Less than a year ago. And now he's totally giving it all to... No, now he acquired Versace. He's, uh, that's right. Yeah, he is essentially trying to become the American equivalent of LVMH. LVMH. Yeah, Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. Okay. Uh, Arnold. So... He's trying to become the American version of that. Wow. I mean, this and, is empire building. And Versace uh, lovers are not happy. And I'm here to tell you, we're going to do it another day. Anytime I hear <laughs> the name Michael Kors, you hear that? You hear that? I hear it. I don't like. <laughs> Let's keep it nice and fluffy. Nice oh. and fluffy. <laughs> Speaking of like uh, nice and fluffy, or not fluffy, <laughs> Michael. but... Ooh, so feels so good that mohair suit that David oh. Reeves mohair suit. What's the update? What's the update? The update is well. Okay, I'm going to take a step back. So, if listeners know, either new or old, I've been working with a collabo with Reeves Bespoke down in Manhattan, down at Union Square. David Reeves is truly the only Savile Row tailor in New York City. I mean, he's essentially, he's embodying that style for New Yorkers. Which and is a very nice English classic, put together, tight style. Smoothie smooth. Mad at a sample sale, because that's what I do. Mm. Those saw are this, fun. Yeah, saw this mohair suit and a forest green. Had a forest green summer suit back in the day. So I thought this would be a great revisitation. Three-piecer with a lapel waistcoat. Very nice. And it looked very good on you. Just needed some minor alterations. Needed some TLC. Yeah. And we were working on that. Because it's a sample sale. So David David Reeves Bespoke uh, normally starts with your measurements and Top drafts, to bottom. drafts patterns a for, true for your suit. A true bespoke means, right, is distinct, unique pattern yep. 
based on you from your dimensions from the ground up. Which we talked Nothing about in a, in a prior uh, episode. Go back to that and if you want to hear more about it. Right. Um, but, okay, so you met with his tailor. Yes, this would this would now be the third the third fitting. Okay, because we had two with because David, David Rees gets it right. He doesn't want to let any suit go out that isn't right. Of course, of course. I mean, he stands I mean, behind his work. Absolutely, no. He 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 wants he wants every garment to be at the highest level possible. Exactly, and each individual, to his credit, to model that optimally. And I, I like that a lot. Yeah, no, I respect that. So we went for the, the third and final uh, with his Taylor Ramazan. Big shout out. Very nice man. And then I got a phone call. Oh, no. It's not meant to be. Oh. We ran out of runway, ladies and gentlemen. There was not enough fabric to do what we needed to do to come out 100%. Dang. So close. And you look so sharp. And you know what we do have, though? What's that? We have photos. Yes, we do. We, we have, have photos. Yes, we do. So it will live on. It will live on in our memory. Yes. But as David and I discussed, it wasn't meant to be for this time. And that's fine. There's no beef. Uh, I love the guy. And I think he knows that. Give him the brother hug, which I know he's not used to that. Coming from London. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would have loved out. to have seen that. Big shout out to David Reeves. Uh, Reeves bespoke because he also we're gonna bring him on this show. Yay! Because really, really want to learn. Yes, love yeah. guests. Yeah, really want to learn from him and just have everyone understand what he does. And I probably won't speak in that episode because you know the angle I bring, the fabric, the uh, the form, the fit, and all that. I'm not. He, I'm not he, telling you he's he got it over me. Oh yeah, Savile well, Road Taylor. I mean, absolutely. Please, tailoring was not my forte, and uh, I yeah. love talking tailoring shop with him. So, David, I'm coming back for a sample sale next year. <laughs> I'm about ready to say. Does it, he'll probably have another sale. No, he's going to see me at the sample sale go, no. <laughs> Not again. I can't afford you, David. Brand ambassadorship, David. Right? Let's keep it real. Let's do it. Or we can get sponsorships <laughs> for our show. You know, grow the show. Maybe get you a suit from the sponsorship. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Can we talk about that? Fingers crossed. All right. Always working. All right, now I think it's time to to, to dive right into uh, my favorite segment um, because when you told me, I had no idea who you were talking about. Good. And let me tell you, I started researching. I literally sat on that computer for two hours reading anything and everything and looking at every image I could possibly get. Oh, excellent. Of our fashion hero of today. Fashion, fashion, So, Reg, who is our fashion hero of today? Our fashion hero of today is Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan! Wait! Wait, ladies and gentlemen, our producer search just dropped something, his eyebrows raised, and the cans shook on his head. Cans meaning headphones. So when you said this to me, I'm like, Dapper Dan. No, it's a saying. He's a Dapper Dan. When you see a guy who looks nice dressed on the street, you go, he's a real Dapper Dan. Yes, but that's not who we're talking about. That was also a basketball tournament for decades back in the day. Oh, was it? Yes, invitational. That's not this Dapper Dan. Oh, okay. So this that saying didn't come from this gentleman, although it should have. No, no, no. It's an old school. It's an old school. 
uh, naming and phrasing. Okay. But but he certainly, he, go ahead, Rich. Tell us, was, who is Dapper Dan? I'm going to break it down for both of y'all and all the hundreds of y'all out there in podcast land. When I was a little kid growing up in the West Village with my mom, and then later on in the Bronx with my grandparents, there was a spot on 125th Street somewhere, if I recall correctly, because it's, it's kind of faint for me. If I was walking, I'd definitely narrow it down. Lexington. I know it's, bu- I know it's building. No, it's building number 43. Okay. That much. It I wasn't remember. on Lexington? 125 no, and Lex? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. It was more off of 5th. That spot was mysterious. Oh, yes. Between Madison and 5th. That's where his shop was. Go ahead. I never went in. Mm. It was totally inaccessible to me. Why? Because I was not allowed to go. It just and also I was always like in transit, you know, traveling and got it. Okay. It, I was a child. Okay. I was not grown. It was open in the morning. It was open at night. Twenty four seven. I heard it was a club, a bar. And really, it was probably a little bit of all those things. Most importantly, it was a clothing store. A clothing store like no other. It was a clothing store that was open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It was Dapper Dan's. (laughs) He is our fashion hero. From a young kid's perspective and now a grown man's, Dapper Dan is the embodiment of street hustle. And even as I'm saying it right now, I'm really getting goosebumps, particularly when I get to the end of the story, because you can hear it. It means so much to me what's happening to him. And he doesn't know me from a hole in the wall. And maybe I hope he hears this. He's an American success story. First of all, he's from Harlem, uptown. His first, uh, his first foray into the fashion game was in wholesale. So let me let me just say that one oh, more time. That, his, that his was first... an interesting little tremble, <laughs> tremble over no, there. No, because this, I mean, like I said, growing up, I'm walking past a place that I'm not allowed to go in, don't know what's really going on, seeing people in front, not seeing people in front, what's going on, help, don't go in there, don't look at it, keep on going. And all that you want to do is know what the hell is it? I just wanted to know. Yeah. I just wanted to know. But his first foray into the fashion game was in wholesale. Okay. The man kept him down. And I mean that sincerely. Yep. Wouldn't allow him to succeed. He then goes into manufacturing. He teaches himself how to sew and make an outfit from scratch. Yes. And? He opens his store, this mysterious store, in the 80s. Right. But he did something else that was remarkable, too. Going back to leather. And screen printing leather, he he created a brand new process of screen printing leather, mm-hmm. which it which I think is still in use today. Yeah, no, so, I mean, I mean that's huge. Yeah, no, I'm not disputing that. That's why I'm like I'm literally gesturing you. Like, oh, okay. You, like you know, jump in. Because yeah, I don't want to interrupt because you no. you're on a flow. No, so. no, 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 it's absolutely fine. I mean, this is what this we'll is talk about. more about it's it. The, it's going. the fashion geeks. It ain't yep. the fashion geek. Yep. So and he had to do that because just like you said, people wouldn't work with him. No. As, as a wholesaler, he couldn't get fabrics. No, he, he couldn't, couldn't. He couldn't get people to sell him stuff because of where he where he was operating in Harlem, and the color of his skin. Absolutely. And because of those two things, he he decided to do it on his own. Absolutely. I mean, one great example. I vaguely remember this. 
so and heard about it, he was getting furs from Fred the Furrier. That was a big for any old school New Yorker. That was a remember those TV commercials back in the day when you were a little kid. So allegedly he was he had a competitor. I don't know this brand so well. I remember the name. It was AJ Lester. But allegedly Fred the Furrier was sending up furs, but like slashing the label off. They were working some deal. But again, I was a little kid, so I mean, what do I know about this? All right. But he opens the store in the eighties, because that's my recollection, right? At the same time, an art form is growing from the pavement of the city. It starts in the Bronx, and it spreads into other boroughs, with Manhattan and Harlem being easy distribution centers. It's rap. Dapper Dan is taking Gucci, Lily, Fendi, MCM, and Nike. We talked about Nike before with Jordan. Right. He's taking those designs, patterns, and logos, and he's reinventing the patterns and reimagining the whole getup with leather and fur. Leather and fur. Making them fly as hell. And he was using those logos, uh, counterfeiting those logos, with that screen printing process that he invented. I don't believe that. (laughs) According to me and my best friend, Daryl Walker, he was using... The stuff and recreating it. I well, don't know about that. Well, Sonia Sotomayor put him away. Well, made him stop his business because of it. I know about the Sonia Sotomayor angle. I already know about that. But but the, listen, this is uh, very interesting. He was doing this for many, 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 many years. Yeah. Selling, putting together these absolute insane fashions and styling LL Cool J. Yes. Uh, salt and pepper. Yes. Uh, Mike Tyson. Well, that's what I was getting to. And he was doing this all using these counterfeit logos and no. everything no. <laughs> for the longest Not time. Counterfeit. For the longest time until that fight that Mike Tyson had. Yeah, but, you know, let's talk about. I know. And I, my listen, husband I, remembers that. I fight. literally was there. Well, your husband's from New York. I'm from New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, Mitch Blood Green, Tyson in the front, blah, 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 blah. Okay, fine. But I still want to talk a little bit more about how dope he was doing this stuff. First of all, me and my best friend, Dow Walker, all we wanted was a Dapper Dan jacket. Oh, my. That's all we wanted. That was I. That was our I must have it. And I can understand that. So unique. All these jackets I looked at. Oh, my God. I was like, they're brilliant But there was no way we were getting them. (sighs) No feasible way. Why? They were affordable. No, they were not. No? No, they were not. You do not understand. You just rattled off a bunch of names. Yes. Okay. All those people, in the words of Run DMC, were getting six Gs for 20 minutes. Like, are you kidding me? Like, well, what can a kid in school... (laughs) What, what do you mean? Like, there was no, even if there was a layaway plan, we still would have been paying off of it. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the, no, no, it was not within reach. And that was okay. That's what it is when you're a kid. You see stuff and you go, wow, whoa. It could have been Jordan's like we talked about in a previous episode. Also, that was about the safety of my life. In a way, really? also, okay. in a way, Dapper Dance was like that too. Do not go near the wind. Keep on going. Because obviously now as an adult, I understand it was an atelier. Did not understand it as a kid because, like I said, was it a bar? Was it a club? And really, it was all those things along yep. with being a, a store. You did not go in. That was grown folks' business. Keep 
going. But let's talk about other people you didn't mention. And I know search is going to perk up. Eric B and Rockham. Yep. Paid in full. Dapper Dan. Follow the leader. Dapper Dan. Bobby Brown's Gucci suit. Dapper Dan. Big Daddy K, my hero that we've talked about before. Boom. Dapper Dan. It takes two. Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. The track suits. Dapper Dan. <laughs> Louie and Gucci car interiors. That's my reference when I tease about that in earlier episodes. Now Search gets it. I'm, I'm giving props to Dapper Dan. Well, because he, I yeah. remember seeing that. The Gucci Jeep wheel cover. Dapper Dan. I mean, you're seeing this as a kid in Manhattan and the Bronx. You're seeing this from people. I didn't know who they were. Could they have been rappers? Absolutely. Uh, let's also talk about who they were. Alpo. Boom. Search is perked up. Tiff is blank. <laughs> Paid in full the movie. Okay. These were notorious people. They were, they were, right. They were great rap stars. I mean, I remember the LL Cool J thing, absolutely. And the Eric being Rock M. I mean, I've got that T-shirt. I mean, I've got the T-shirt for both albums, and I have both those albums. Old school. I got the vinyl. You got the vinyl. So, absolutely. But we're just talking about people that are either heroes or anti-heroes. And it's just, it's just not accessible. But the For thing you that as means, a child. Right. 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 But it was awe-inspiring. I mean, it's what me and my best friend, I have to constantly just give him a shout, my best friend, Dow Walker, wherever you are. It's what we wanted. Because mm. it was amazing. It was cool. I mean, how much do we know now? I'm talking from an adult perspective now. Bottom line, he was the king of the logo. Dapper Dan changed the game. But you already hinted at it. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah, yeah. Sure well, you, you know everything you wanted back in the day? You yes. can now get it. Uh, no, Legitimately. I can't. Uh, no, I can't. And slow your roll. Slow Come your roll. On. No, 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 no. Because I'm not there yet. Okay, I thought you okay. were doing something else. Okay. You hinted at this earlier. There's another thing. And no, I still can't. Unfortunately, the masters of the game were not pleased. No, they were not. Uh, Harlem Ghetto Superstars rocking Madison Avenue in a futuristic way. Uh, because understand, Dapper Dan was for the people. The people of Harlem. He's making money off their brands while understanding the strength of the brand in a bold way. It's time to shut him down. So you and Search immediately talk about Tyson and, and Mitch Gray. I remember that. I remember like it was yesterday. I remember the Don't Believe the Hype uh, Jacket. I remember all of that. And yes, no, that didn't help. But the brands came down hard. Well, that that fight put them on the news. Yeah, it put them on blast. And it, then it, it, it and put the, them on blast. And then once once the word got out to the designer logo brands who he was uh, using, uh, they were definitely not happy. Yes, yes, and and you're right. Uh, now Justice Sonia Sotomayor from the BX went to Spelman. She actually, at the time, she was an attorney for Fendi. Yep. And uh, But Dapper Dan will always tell you, of all the people who came down, she was the smoothest, the nicest, said, so a big daddy coat legend has it, some leather full joint, uh, leather, leather, uh, uh, leather fur. And 
said, this guy belongs downtown. That's what the legend says. And I believe that based on everything I saw. But the bottom line is, for me, amongst everyone in this room, I never heard of Dapper Dan again. Well, they put him out of business. Right. No, poof. But he didn't stop doing it. Poof. Hold on. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on now. (laughs) I'm sorry. I have to do this because I'm the only native New Yorker in this thing. So, 25 years later, Gucci Jacks one of Dapper Dan's creations. That was a Louis V fur jacket with the leather sleeves. Balloon sleeves. Yeah, yeah, the Diane Dixon. Yep. All right. Which was an incredible creation. But let the irony sink in, y'all. These brands hated him. They hated us. They wouldn't sell to us. And now a brand jacks another brand from a black man? Only in America. But something else happens. And I think that's where you're about to now burst off the seams. And I'm going to let you have it. Well, no, you can go Gucci, ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Gucci collabos with Dapper Dan. Yes. Way to go, Tiff. Is that what you want to talk about? Yes. Go. <laughs> well, this guy's getting his due, finally. Understatement. All the work that he did, all the design, and he had some unique creative designs. Most of all of the big hip-hop names wore his designs. Yes. And it the created... The Gucci, the Louis Caps. Yeah. The Tams. Created a whole different... Just ice. Different type of fashion style. Completely different fashion style. Completely unique. Completely creative. Um, albeit with counterfeit logos. No. No. So, but what's, the was real. But what's so great is Gucci, in a recent fashion release, you know, capsule yeah, release. Yeah, the CEO. The, they released a jacket that looked exactly almost like that balloon-sleeved jacket. Which was a Louis. Which was a Louis Vuitton Louis. logo with the balloon sleeves, fur, fur down the front, fur, fur with The Louis. Diane Dixon. Yeah. From and, the Olympics. But, but except they used the Gucci, the interlocking right, G's on the balloon sleeves right. and all the trim. They changed it a little bit, but it still looks exactly like it. And Straight they said jacking. when they got called out for it, yo, that looks a lot like uh, Dapper Dan's jacket. Um, they said, well, we were interested in paying homage to him, and we're hoping that we can do a collaboration with him in the future. And they have. And now they have. He... I'm not saying he's back because I know he never left, but he disappeared from my consciousness. He is back with another atelier. Yeah, they've released a capsule, a cruise capsule. So this is interesting we could talk about for fashion. So you've got, you know, you've got your fashion week in the fall for the fall collection, you got your fashion week for the spring collection and the summer and the winter. So what's a cruise capsule? What is that? Is for people who can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> this is what you need to understand. And when he, you... is, he is on Lenox Avenue in a brownstone, three or four stories. And his clientele, that's why when, ladies and gentlemen, when my fellow fashion geek number two goes, Reg, now you can. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. Because let me now tell, you cannot. Let me tell you the clientele. Uh... The VIP room for Jigga and Beyonce, Rick Ross. Uh, yeah. I am just merely Salma a fashion Hayek geek. wore a dress, a Dapper Dan dress, yes. to the 2018 yeah, Oscars. That. 
She sure did. I mean, the point is, I couldn't then, and I can't now. <laughs> and that's okay. But you, what you can do as a grown man, you stand in front of the place. You can go in and take a photo. You can go in. You have to. It's by appointment. Oh, well, call him up. It's a, no, let's call him up. Uh, well, I obviously, I think what we his name real- is Daniel, right? <clears throat> yeah, no, hi. it's Dapper Dan. Uh, uh, it's hi, Dan. hi, Daniel. You'll have to talk to his son. Oh, that's right. His son through. is his brand manager. Yes, Mister Dan, which is great. I love to hearing that. Keep it in the family. I mean, he. It's just an amazing story. I want to do a, a little tie-in. I'm a big rap guy, and that, that has come out through my through the fashion heroes and through things we're talking about, literally on this episode and other episodes. I was fortunate enough to see Eric B. and Rock M. during the summer for the Paid in Full tour. The first dates were in New York, and I caught, I think, the last date. Or the next, or the first. I can't remember. I caught the good date because I heard some of the dates were, uh, but they were just they were just getting it going. The point the point is this, and that uh, they just were different. I was at the Cynthia Nixon uh, concert date. That's my point. So not that that was uh, but <laughs> I heard it was very significant. But I was not that date. Uh, Yo Yo opened, and there was so many guest stars. I'd have to look at my text because I was firing away to people who did not, who did not want to take my offer. And uh, they missed it. They blew it. So anyway, at that concert, what you need to understand is that Eric B. and Rock M. have the second generation of Dapper Dan through the collabo with Gucci. Nice. And I took photos of it. And it actually, if you look at my Insta, I actually gave credit to photos that I lifted off the web because I'm not that dude. Okay, I put good. credit on good, them. Good, good. Uh, I think it was, it was from the photographer from Brooklyn Vegan. Uh, big shout out. To see that and to understand how this was happening again, but now in the most legit way possible, solidifies what everyone still in this climate has to understand about African-American contributions to this country and to the canon of fashion and history. Understand that we take and we innovate, even when we're shut down, even when we're frowned upon. Yes, that's what impressed me most about him is that he, you know, he didn't he didn't take no for an answer. He he was self taught. I love that self taught about he and whatever he did. He, oh, you're going to tell me I can't do it? Yeah, I can do it, and he did it. And uh, I I love that about him. Did you know that he was also uh, when he first started his fashion brand, his fashion work, he became vegetarian. He stopped drinking, yeah. smoking, and stopped doing drugs. Total, total clean life. And I was like, vegetarian? And yet, he's known for his work in leather and furs. So I was like, mm. I can't... I, I, I was a vegetarian for a while, but I still like to wear my leather shoes and my leather coat. And I couldn't right. really re- uh, you know, rectify that dichotomy in myself. But uh, I, 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 here's another fellow human being who, you know, feels the same way. You know, he understands the fashion importance of leather and furs, but yet he's a vegetarian. So there was, that's an interesting, that's an interesting takeaway I had about this man. Um, not, not to mention his, his past, everything he's done. He toured Africa for six yeah, years. Yeah, which probably influenced the use of patterns, I believe. Yeah, well, I think that probably putting different things together that most designers would go, oh, that doesn't go. That pattern doesn't go with that pattern. 
screw it. Let's just put it together and see what it looks like. And it looks great. You know, plaids with checks, you know, that's, I love that. That's, that's daring. That's daring fashion. And he absolutely, everything I saw was daring. He himself. Ooh, he is definitely dapper. Very handsome man. That's Dapper Dan. My fashion hero. That was a big segment. It was worth it. All right. So then, let's bring in the I must have it item. I must have it. Have it. Yeah, let's get right down to it. I stumped Tiffany again. She didn't know anything I was talking about. Once again, the I must have it item is an item that Reg thinks the everyday man must have. Yes, including myself. For some reason or another, which he's going to explain. So, what is our I must have it item of today, which I had no idea what you were talking about? A ring jacket. A A, ring suit. A ring jacket. Ring jacket suit. Yes. I was like, hmm. I'm a suit guy. Is it a jacket with rings on it? What? <laughs> a ring suit? No, ring no, jacket? No, no. So once again, the Google. Had to go to the Google. And wow. Wow I wrote, is right. I actually wrote that down in the script. Wow. All right, take it away. Talk to me about it. What is it? Ring is a Japanese brand. It's been around for like 60 years. It's a made-to-measure fit but for ready to wear. So explain that to me. I was reading that. It's made to measure and ready. How can that How can that both exist? I can't talk about it to the depth of the salespeople and the designers at Ring, but essentially we all know that, for example, when you're my client, maybe you're a sample size, but probably it's not likely that you are, and maybe you have odd dimensions. And what I have to do, which is a challenge but also a joy, is figure out the best way to fit you, to suit you. Whether it's literally a suit or casual items, I have to know your dimensions. When you do a consultation, I email you. You get a a fit sheet. You fill everything out. And depending who you are, either you're going to be ready to wear, like I am, straight off the rack, so to speak, or maybe you're more of a custom person. And, you know, we figure that out, you know, versus looking at yourself and understanding your experience, interviewing you a little bit, but also the numbers just don't lie. Okay. I have a question. Yes. So we're talking about this, and we talked about bespoke in another prior episode. Yes. And also at the beginning of this episode. Yes. So what is the difference between bespoke and made made to, what do you Well, made to measure, the patterns are preset. So they pick a pattern that's closest to your body size. And, and then, then they, maybe tweak. And then the, the, the customization is done in the tailoring after the fact. Bespoke literally means starting from scratch. I mean, even down to, you know, whatever detailing you want. Maybe, maybe you want four buttonholes, two working, not working. Boom. And this is interesting. Can I just say about this ring ring jacket suit, mm-hmm. they have working buttonholes. Yes, they do. On, on the cut. I, I, was, I was floored. Yes, they do. I, you rarely see that. Right. I got turned on to ring last year through the armory. Big shout out to the armory. And I tried one on and I went, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? No, I should have. I should have bought it and I didn't. And I'm kind of kicking myself, 
but I'm coming back to you, Armory. Because uh, just like the Troubadour bag in our prior episode, this is an investment. This suit is an investment. Well, suits are an investment. I don't care what your price point is. Anything you're purchasing through me is an investment. We're not trying to have you buy something that all of a sudden fades in less than a year. That's a no-no. That's a no-no for me as the creator of this business. So it has to be also a no-no for the client. So we want to have stuff that lasts, to me, at least 10 years. I think it's extremely important. And that's nice if you can get a suit that can last you that long. And, you know, suits do, they're not everyday wear for most everyday guys. Uh, so suits, That's why you need the rotation. That's why you need the rotation. To mitigate against use, wear and tear. So then you can make that suit last a lot longer. Two-week rotation, gentlemen. That's a free nugget. So let's talk specifically about this brand. So it's a Japanese menswear brand, but it's considered an Italian-American styling? Well, they started They started really appropriating, I think is the accurate word, more of an American ivy prep. And then they transitioned, I don't know when, into more like classic Italian Neapolitan. They like that Neapolitan style. Yeah, and I do too. The it slim, is, yeah. that helps me. That's good for my But frame. not too tight. Is it always right. double-breasted? No, no, no. They have singles and doubles. I mean, All I right. tried on, a, I tried on, I think I tried on both. Okay. So, and their fabrics and weaves, strictly from them. Strictly Japanese, strictly indigenous. And it, the, the, the craftsmanship is also Japanese. Strictly, yes. So you know that it is on point and it is... The details are yes. fine. Everything is... It's precise. The, the selvages are clean. The seams are perfect. The uh, the cut. Oh, can we just talk about this cut? Oh, it was smooth. Let's talk about that lapel, Rich. So they're known for... A, specific, a slightly wide... Slightly wide... Slightly wide lapel with a peak... A peak... What's it called? A peak? Yeah, peak. Yeah, at the top. And jetted pockets... Let's talk about what are jetted pockets. Break it down, wardrobe lady. Well, uh, jetted pockets are pockets that aren't straight across. They are at an angle. Yes. So they kind of sort of bring the eye in to create a slimming. It's the whole effect of the pockets with the buttons. Everything just sort of brings the eye in and down to give that slimming effect. So these suits probably would make anybody look slimmer than they are. Sure, sure. I'd like to focus on, I'm sure maybe you did something with your research, that balloon wool. I was reading about that. Yeah, man. That's the one I had on. It's, it's, a, it's, called, a, uh, it's called balloon fabric. Yes. And it's woven from a high twist, 100% wool. Uh, and it's, they say it's as comfortable as jersey. So yeah. we know what jersey is, right? <clears throat> yes. But due to its natural stretch, it retains its shape while also being exceptionally durable and wrinkle-resistant. This is from the website, just so everybody knows where I'm reading it from. And um, we all, you guys know, everybody knows, anybody who has suit, having something that's wrinkle-resistant is so important because a lot of times you're wearing suits, you're in meetings, you're sitting you're down. you're traveling. Yeah, and you're like traveling. I used, have, I used to have a travel job. And then so. you got you got to pack up your suit. And I know my husband packs up all of his suits, and then he has this Little handheld steamer he's got to fit in his suitcase gotta somewhere. Got to have the steamer. Got to have the steamer. I steam every day. But if he had, also what I'm wearing. If he had a ring jacket suit, he might not need the steamer. Might not. Maybe just a shower. Yeah. 
So I, I thought that was interesting, the, 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 uh, the, the balloon fabric. So When you're my client, we're going to get one. Because you can live vicariously suit. through your client. I'm going to get one, too, though. No question. <laughs> I think you should. No, I am. I, I came close last year. It will happen again. Uh, can we also talk about the trousers in this suit? They're always cuffed. Flat front and cuffed. Like flat front. You know, flat front. That's what's happening now. You know, but pleats are cool, too. Nothing wrong with pleats. I'm a fan of the flat front. I think. I like both. I think pleats, well, I guess depending on what guy you're looking at. Pleats could, exactly. Pleats could, you know, even up the top. You have a little fullness yeah, in the well, bottom. Oh, that's, that's a different story <laughs> for a different day. So, yes, I love this suit. It's beautiful. Uh, the price point is uh, a little up there. That's fine. It's, uh, you know, $1,600 to $2,200. Like, yeah, like three Gs. Yeah, no Yeah, problem. but what did we say? It's an investment. And um, I'm looking right now. Uh, it's uh, Is there any kind of... As far as guarantee on the suit when you purchase no, it, meaning no. that you have to like it or else buy it, wear it, rock it. All right, you heard it right there. And All right, fashion word of the day. Fashion word, fashion word, word of, the day. of the day. Oh, we're moving right along. Yeah, we couldn't even put a little button on it. And that was the the ring jacket suit. <laughs> not messing around here. Fashion word of the day. What we like to do is Tiff and I challenge each other with our words. And then you spell it, define it, use it in a sentence. Yes. All right. I'm, I'm excited. Ready. I'm ready. It's like a little game show. You ready? Yeah. I want you to give me my word first because I'm sure. still looking up my word Not for a problem. You. Mine's right off the dome. Thread count. Oh, I love the thread count. The thread count is very important, not just in sheets, because I guess most people know about thread count and sheets. Thread count, it's the number of threads used in your weave and your waft of your fabric. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Would you like to spell those two words? Uh, sure. Thread count. Um, and is it a compound word or is it a uh, two separate words? I said those two words. All right. Thread, T-H-R-E-A-D. Count. C-O-U-N-T. Count. Thread count. One thread. All right. That's brilliant. Using the sentence. All right. So, when picking out fabric for my suiting, I always like to feel the hand of the thread count. Oh, my God. That just sounded decadent. Mmm. Luscious. So, I did good, right? You did well. Okay. I did very well. Um, you ready? Sure. So, this is an easy one again. Cravat. 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 C-R-A-V-A-T-E. That is car- Ooh. Oh, uh, drop the E. Drop yes. the E. Oh there my you go. Gosh. It's right. a cravat, not a cravate. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Very good, Reg. What is a cravat? <clears throat> it is a tie. It's a knot. Keep going. It's a tie knot. But it's not really a tie. No, it's not a tie. It's it's how you knot, like, for example, a scarf, a piece of fabric. What? You're so, so close. Oh, I'm going to give it to you. No, no, no. Don't give it to me. I'm, I'm going to give it to you. I mean, so specifically uh, from the dictionary, a cravat right. is a short, wide strip of fabric worn by men around the neck, just yeah. like a tie. yeah. And tucked inside an open-necked shirt. 
So it is a tie around the neck, a necktie, technically, because it's worn around the neck and tied. But uh, what's different from a necktie, the shirt is open, and it's inside the shirt. Understood. And it's very (laughs) flamboyant. There you go. And what made me pick this word was Dapper Dan designed a flower cravat. Mm. It literally had flowers. Whoa. Yes. And I saw it in one of the images, and I was like, what is that? It was beautiful. (laughs) It was beautiful. It was creative. It was flashy. It was awesome. Mm. And I have to say, you know, I, I, I come from a historical costuming background, cravats, Oh, just I love it. the tie is so put together tight and everything, but give me a man wearing a cravat. Nice, nice, nice. So use it in a sentence. Well, if Tiffany sees Dapper Dan in a cravat, she's going to lose her mind. <laughs> well, job, well, job, well, job. <laughs> yes, I will. I'd like to meet the man. <laughs> Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, we hope you had thank fun. Thank you. Thank you. And for all the new listeners, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Hope you're down for another one. Please tell your friends about us. Get down with the NYFG and particularly the Fashion Geeks. Special shout goes to our producer, Search. Always Search. Always. Couldn't be us without you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also want to uh, you know, thank you all for listening, but more importantly, for subscribing. And also for reviewing us and also for uh, um, giving us um, uh, great feedback. You know, you can always email us yeah, and let yeah. us know what you think. You right. can, If you have a, a word of the day that you want one of us to use, send Podcast it. Podcast at com, or, or email us at? Podcast at com. You can also, if you have a, uh, a must-have-it item, let us know. Yeah. Let us explore it. Absolutely. Tell us. And you can also DM me, particularly for a free consultation on the Insta. There you go. I'm Reg. And I'm Tiff. We're going to see you next time. And remember, always always be be fly. fly.